Welcome to Chatbox, the box podcast where we appreciate life in all forms by hearing the stories, tales, and opinions of other people. And today's actually a special episode because I'm not the only host here. Joining me today as my fellow co-host, our own Vice President for the Office of Finance in Box. Introducing, Diego, can you hear me? Yeah, of course. Hello, Kyle. What's up? Dude, yeah, honestly, glad to be here. It, it's great not to be alone with the guest. <laughs> no, jokes aside. <laughs> yeah, I got you this time. I got you this time. Thanks, dude. I'm ho- Diego will be with us for mo- several episodes down in the future. But, you know, that's, that's for future things for you guys to wait on. Now, today's episode... How to be fit in the middle of the pandemic. And we're joined by two special guests. The first one, well, close friend of mine. Um, he was the vice president for fitness nutrition at the fitness improvement team, or FIT. He was also a Ateneo Food Safety Nutrition and Advisory Council board member back in Ateneo. Currently a business owner and also a fitness instructor and educator. Introducing my good friend Enrique Escobar. Enrique? Hello, what's up, everyone? It's a pleasure to be here, and can't wait to get started and to have this, you know, discussion on a topic that I'm really passionate about and have, you know, been working on for the past few years. So I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much, Enrique, for being here with us, Diego. But you know, thanks again, Enrique, for coming here. It's it's a pleasure to have you as a guest. But it's not just Enrique. Um, We've actually got the second guest here on the podcast um this person is a previous high school athlete currently a sophomore in Ateneo de Manila University and she is also a very 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 passionate fitness enthusiast and not only that she's also the deputy finance officer for internals and box and I introduce to you guys Miss Reese Katipunan Hi guys, I'm so glad to be here today because, you know, I like to talk things that I'm very passionate about and fitness is one of those things that I really want to talk yeah, to you about. That's great to hear. I mean, that's why we got you here, no? Hell yeah. I'm just glad we have experts actually on the topic today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same, same. I, I guess first question for both our guests, how did you guys get started with fitness? I mean, obviously this wasn't just a pandemic thing, right? It's, you guys have been doing this for years on end. So where, how did that begin for you guys? Ladies first. Ladies first now. Uh, Ladies okay. first. Yeah, Miss Reese. Okay, okay. Um, for All me, good. personally, I started like following a basic routine. Like, uh, it doesn't have to be a big routine. It doesn't have to be like lifestyle, you know. It doesn't have to be a sudden lifestyle change. So I started like um, doing a routine where in the morning, I drink water again. And you know, until the routine adds up, and then you're gonna you're gonna be shocked that you're in this kind of lifestyle now. Now you're following this routine, and it doesn't feel hard for you. Is it? It's really that simple. What about you, uh, Enrique? Is it, was it, was it the same way, or was it something different? I mean, I actually agree with everything Reese just uh, mentioned, and those are things that I apply on a day to day basis as well, and how it's become a lifestyle for me. But uh, for me, my I mean, I can't really pinpoint an exact uh, time when it actually started because um, how my journey into fitness began is that back in grade school and high school, you know, basketball was, you know, my main passion where I was, um, you know, that was pretty much <laughs> what I lived for back in the day. That was really 
um, what kept going. And like I've been playing since I was uh, seven years old. So it's been, you know, something I've been doing, you know, for a lifetime more or less. And um, actually fun fact, I think Diego knows about this. Um, I actually grew up <laughs> yeah. with no with no PlayStation, no Xbox, and I didn't really have a Facebook account for college. So pretty much while all my peers were, you know, playing video games or in front of, the, of their computer screens, I was basically out in the streets, you know, doing physical activities, right? So by the time I went to college, when I was no longer playing uh, basketball on a competitive level, I really missed that competition uh, aspect and that feeling of being challenged, push your limit. And, you know, I was relatively uh, fit already, like um, in college since, you know, I've been engaging in physical activity for quite some time, but I really wanted to get to that uh, next level, right? So I would say that my fitness journey started um, at the beginning of third year high school, and that was the same year that the fitness improvement team uh, was established, right? When it was first established. And that's really when, you know, I had specific goals in mind and had a tried to structure a program uh, that would help me reach my goals as well as nutrition, which is the main thing that I really put emphasis on and where, you know, uh, most of the um, emphasis is often overlooked. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty much how I got uh, into fitness and how it's, you know, how I transferred my passion from, you know, a team sport to a lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, kilala kita you're, you're really that one of those dudes, the ballest life, talaga. And yeah, uh, like how you mentioned then. that, ano? Yeah, until now, ba ballest life? That was me back <laughs> then. I mean, that was five years ago. But you know, since then, you know, obviously, you know, there's character development. But I was one of those uh, back then. Tama, tama. Or, yeah, it's very interesting na. You know, you're, you're doing all of these active things, you know, active life cycle at, at a very young age, no? Especially na sinabi mo na nag-playstation yung mga iba. Like, I'm probably one of those dudes. <laughs> I have a PlayStation, of course. Yeah, I play, I play 2K, but that's not real basketball. Okay. <laughs> hey, dude, I've, I've never touched a basketball in my entire life. The only time I did was in PE, right? right? Like, like, at least you guys actually have sports experience. <laughs> but, you know, Speaking of which, like, you guys have, I think, established wonderful routines. And speaking of which, I think it's now important for people to get there because, well, on topic, right? Right now, I'd be, I'd love to have this, to do all of this in a studio somewhere, right, in person. But as you can see, the pandemic had just all forced us home. And that's caused a lot of problems. If you read the news, right, this pandemic has probably increased the rates of, let's say, in I don't know, possibly obesity, heart disease, just because we're all sedentary and at home. And why why is it just harder to get good fitness and nutrition in this pandemic right now? I think, um, you know, the main problem is relies on, you know, our mobility, right? So, you know, when we're locked, um, you know, in the four walls of our homes, you know, people often overlook uh, our non-exercise activities. Um, which actually, which actually play like a big uh, role, you know, in um, um, our energy expenditure, right? Um, you know, people often look at what we do, you know, in the gym, and but you know, truth be told, our non-exercise activities such as you know, 
for example, back when we had uh, classes on site, we were um, you know, with the feet of bell, right, rushing with back and back classes, and that's like a non-exercise activity, right? But here, you know, our daily steps, for example, something as basic as that, significantly decreases, and you know, um, in this day and age, you know, when we're driven by technology, you know, it's easy to binge watch um, Netflix or, you know, play online games and, you know, um, or even, you know, uh, a setup similar to this, you know, when people uh, miss interacting with others, you know, having a Zoom calls, all of this um, really um, involves sedentary activities, right? And I think when it comes to nutrition, um, people tend to, because when it comes to your nutrition, people think it's like all or nothing, right? So once they have one bad meal, it kind of goes in a downward spiral. And, you know, people just end up binge, <laughs> binge eating and you combine that with, you know, a sedentary lifestyle, it's a vicious cycle. Thank you so much for that, Enrique. What about you, Reese? Any thoughts on this? For staying fit in a pandemic. So personally for me, I think, especially because for some people, working out or staying fit is a laborious work, deba. Right? So when you're at home, you're stuck at home, you have no choice, you have minimal space, you have no outlets, no track, no gym equipment. So I think the very, like, the hardest part of this is how you keep your drive and yeah. motivation to like get to your goals. Yeah. Because you know, like when you're at home, nakiga ka lang and stuff. And That's you true. know you don't have gym equipment, you know you don't have the space to do this. So I think that we're really struggling. Some people are really struggling to find the drive to work. Lalo na pag ganitong rainy season, di ba? So, yeah. But I think naman though, um, even though we're at, we're at home, it's not that hard to get to your goals as long as you stay committed to your goals and you know what you want it's not that hard to keep your drive man i like that what you said about goals and your drive because you know there comes a point like as someone that also practices fitness there really comes a point nawawala yung motivation mo especially na yun, it's a pandemic eh. like yeah. maybe some of us like the gym uh like the people inside the gym you know, that's our one of our reasons for working out, right? Pero wala na yun, ibawal na, di ba, Kyle? Yeah, it's just, for me, like, for my, I think my favorite time of working out, I would go to Muay Thai practice two hours every day from Monday to Friday, sometimes even Saturday. Yeah. And the thrill of just sparring for me was, like, the main, the main motivation. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. getting hit in the liver absolutely sucks. The number <laughs> of times I've, I've collapsed onto the ground after getting kicked in the liver is not fun. But it, it's... Yeah, a lot of the previous motivations are gone. and So how do we keep that up, right? I, I think that's another thing. For some of us, it's minimal space. Maybe for some of us, vices, whether it's video games, right? Or the bed. More often yeah. than not, it is the bed. How do we find a way to, <laughs> ourselves, to keep ourselves motivated? I think the first thing I'd like to bring up is debunking uh, the myth of not being able to get a good workout in. If you have no gym equipment, people think you're doomed if you have motion equipment. But actually, my main mode of training is through calisthenics, right? So, uh, you know, for those listening right now who are not familiar with the concept, it's basically 
you know, a form of exercise where you use your own body weight as resistance instead of an external load. And uh, that's actually one thing that I've gotten into since uh, junior year when I seriously began my fitness journey. Because as I said earlier, I was relatively fit and I had like, a, I had decent mass, but I wasn't as lean as I wanted to be. So that's how I discovered calisthenics. And once I, you know, progressed, I never looked back, right? And that's another ad- advantage for me since it can be performed virtually anywhere, right? And the way you progress in calisthenics, instead of adding weight to the bar, for example, you switch up the movement, go through every necessary progression and minimal equipment is required. And that's what motivated me to, and enabled me to stick to my routine uh, here at home, being able to um, adapt to, uh, you know, the environment without, you know, going to the gym. And for me, what really kept me motivated is, um, I like when it comes to, you know, uh, what I witness, like the basically the norm, I try to go against the norm. I kind of deviant in that way in some aspects. I don't. Uh, so when you see the trend of people, you know, getting out of shape um, in quarantine, it's it serves some motivation for me. Like I don't want to go through the same things uh, they're going through. So it's kind of it's a way that I challenge myself, and I just remind myself of, you know. The fitness journey, you know, over the past years for me, how far I've come, and I didn't want the pandemic to undo all of that, right? And um, lastly, um, my mental health as well. So, you know, there's an undeniable link between your physical health and your mental health. You know, how you know the feel-good hormones are released. You know, when getting some physical activity, you know, endorphins, serotonin, and yeah, so that just uh, that's what uh, got me motivated all throughout. What about you, Reese? What 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 gets your motivation on the man? Okay, so as for me, man, well, since I was a high school athlete, so it wasn't that hard for me. Not it's natural enough for my body to get up and train or lift weights. So like it wasn't that hard for me to keep myself motivated and determined, and also. One thing is that I know my goals. Like I have my eyes fixed on my goals. So when I want something to say, I really work hard for it. Like I do anything to get to that goal, especially because, well, no one's going to lift that dumbbell for you. No one's going to run for you. I mean, you're the one who shapes your body. You're the one who shapes your way to that goal, right? So yeah, that's one thing that I have in me. It's, It's not easy for me to it's not hard for me to like step away from my goals and to look away from it. Lalo na kasi, it also comes down to your discipline and commitment to like how hard you want to work and what you're you're actually working for. Yeah, and tama yan. Goal setting. I think it's one of the most important things when it comes to fitness, no? It's getting goals because if you just work out mindlessly, no goals in mind, what progress will you see? What are you chasing for, diba? But I've got a question for both of you, if ever, because what I got is you guys already have like pre-established routines, like you guys were athletes before, 
Or paano na ako sa mga viewers natin na maybe walang ganito? Maybe during the pandemic, they were already, they got sedentary or before pa, prior to the pand- pandemic, they're already sedentary. And, you know, we touched up on the thing na, oh, there's not gonna be the same motivators like as before, right? Like for Kyle, it's the Muay Thai, it's the thrill. For me naman, it's my friends in the gym. But what about these people na parang, they would think there's nothing to do na. Like, what would you say to them? Like, what would motivate them? I think one of the misconceptions about fitness is that you have to be like the other people in the gym. You know, you lift heavy weights, you do a lot of you do a lot of things. But what people forget is that it doesn't always have to be, you know, really on strength training. It's just like about staying active. So it doesn't you don't have to have proper equipment. Like some people, I know a lot of people who find excuses. Now, because they're in quarantine, they're at home, they don't have gym equipment and stuff. You know, it's easy when you really want something. Like, you can do improvise. You can you can use, like, yung mga bottles ng Wilkins, you know, stuff like yeah. that. You're absolute. Put, put, put it, fill it with water, lift it. And then you can do reverse pull-ups on, under a table. So, I mean, there's really no excuse when you want something, diba? It's not It's not always the big ones. Like, you, you can do it gradually. You can do it in small steps. Right. So, yeah, just to uh, echo what Lise mentioned, actually agree with everything she previously said. And um, that's actually one thing um, that I've noticed as well. You know, people have these preconceived notions, you know, about uh, fitness and the people who practice fitness, right? So... That's actually one thing that I want to do uh, when I try to motivate people or encourage people to get uh, to form a habit or get into fitness. Um, you know, um, I want to show them that you know I want to break that stereotype of you know the you know all the meatheads you know in the gym, <laughs> all the gym bros you know who don't even have uh, a substantial explanation or science back um, explanation for you know. Um, nutrition or building muscle, things like that, right? And one of the, actually, uh, when I was still um, in the fitness improvement team during rec week, when we would try to recruit people to join the org, one of the most common responses we would get is, you know, when we would ask them, hey, are you interested in joining the fitness improvement team? One response they would get is that, oh, um, I'm not fit, I'm not um, athletic, I'm not strong, right? And that's actually um, um, one thing that um, the fitness improvement team or, you know, me, myself, and my mission, you know, improvement for a reason, right? You know, just basically growing from your previous um, self and evolving, right, from that um, stage. So um, one way um, to motivate them is, for them to find um, their purpose, finding their why, right? So are you trying to get, uh, for example, uh, quarantine, right? Um, as I said, um, you know, people might uh, be experiencing uncertainty and that might be affecting their mental health. And I mentioned the benefits of physical activity to your mental health. And it doesn't even have to be, you know, a strenuous or advanced level workout. It can be something as simple as um, 10 minutes of 
um, yoga, mindful breathing, or even, you know, doing a simple low impact um, exercise, right? So we just want uh, people to know that um, uh, the umbrella, like there are many um, different sub um, categories, you know, it's not all one and the same, not all people who practice uh, fitness are the same people, uh, the same kind of people, we all have our different goals or different personalities and different uh, training philosophies. Yeah, that's true. We, we all have reasons for get a different reason for getting fit. For me, it was just competition, right? Just sparring your friends and seeing whether I could topple the guy. It's been six months. I still haven't knocked him down, not once. And I've been on the floor, face sparring, right? You know? Now, speaking of which, right? Now, now that we've gone to the motivations and whatnot and the goals, let's, let's go to level zero, let's say. Let's say I am a student, right, who... I'm not, I'm not ready, ready to go, go all out in fitness. fitness. I don't, I don't, I don't exactly, exactly want a body like Zac Efron. But I want to make sure that I don't lose myself and I end up right on the hospital bed having cardiac arrest and a whole slew of diseases due to, you know, lack of fitness and nutrition. So what's the bare minimum that we need to meet? Would it be like, you know, as they say, 20 minutes of wrist walking? What's the bare minimum we should see nutrition, right? What's like... The, the numbers, numbers goals, goal, if that makes any sense. Makes any sense. For me, uh, initially, I really uh, emphasize uh, nutrition since what you do outside the gym, you know, you only probably a lot uh, allocate one to two hours of your day working out. What do you do for the rest of the 22 to 23 hours of your day, right? And yeah, since, um, you know, as humans, we, you know, we need food to survive, right? That's a necessity that people, most people, you know, go through every day on like people who can go, you know, without, uh, who can go without physical activities. I really like to focus on nutrition and, um, well, I wouldn't um, jump right into, for example, the kind of nutrition I, I do, right? Which, you know, I've been doing for the past, uh, to, I mean, I'm sure Diego knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. what I eat throughout the day and how I'm, even Kyle probably, I even showed uh, Kyle my uh, my staple um, uh, diet throughout the week or whatever. Like, it's a very it comprehensive be, diet. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. have to be uh, something yeah. to that extent yet. But mm-hmm. as long as um, you're not going overboard with um um with certain uh food groups or as long as you're uh eating in moderation and have your basics um um planned out for you i think that's a good um starting point and when it comes to physical activity uh yeah uh, focus on your non-exercise activities so um Let's say you know pre, uh, you know pre quarantine. If uh, let's say you would take the elevator, um, right, uh, one or two floors away, take the stairs, or park um in an area far farthest from the building, which will give you more steps throughout the day. That's actually how you can get started. And you know once you um do those initial steps, it'll be a lot easier for you to transition into an actual exercise, yeah. right? 
Although I just I do have to clarify. So let's uh, go towards. Um. So what's a basic meal plan look like? I guess because you mentioned basic food groups. So what would let's say, I'm a student, right? On a very, let's say um, let's say my 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 budget for a meal is 100 pesos a day, right? That's that's a pretty generous budget, right? So three meals a day, 300 pesos in a day, right? So what would that what would a basic like healthy bare minimum budget meal plan look like? Yeah. Um, yeah, so as I said, for um, those who are just getting started or those who aren't that immersed with fitness yet, mm-hmm. um, you don't have to do exactly what I'm doing right now. Uh, but I just say to um, keep your uh, processed um, foods um, in moderation and Try to keep your, you know, try to balance out your macros as much as possible. So your protein, your carbs, uh, your fats. So the problem with a lot of uh, fad and trending diets right now is they try to eliminate, you know, a certain macro group. So right now we have the keto diet, which demonizes carbs, right? But carbs are, you know, essential and your your main energy source, right? And for me, um, I still eat carbs by, you know, um, eat unrefined carbs, unprocessed carbs. It's more natural state. So try to include um, whole foods, minimally processed foods in your diet as well. And um, yeah, make sure you get adequate protein and your healthy fats in. Protein, you know, being blocked through muscle, then you know, the healthy fats that you'll find in um, fish, like um, okay, so salmon is you know, pretty much high end. But if you want to go for a cheaper alternative, try um, tuna or bangus, right? That's uh, a good so- or eggs. That those are good sources of both fats and protein. Right? So yeah, those are like the basics for me. And back in uh, when I was a student, right, uh, I could actually work my way around a one hundred to one fifty budget within Gonzaga. I kind of I, I try to um, gauge, right, since um, in my junior year, uh, in JSEC, they had a healthy co, which, you know, I would probably <laughs> eat like four times a week. I would like have all my meals there. But at the same time, I kind of want to assess how the situation was for the average student, right? So I kind of um, try to experiment, you know, go to Gonzaga, go to the dorm canteens try to form a healthy meal and it's actually doable. So I would get, uh, for example, brown rice, uh, a lean source of meat, like, um, um, like chicken or fish and a side of um, greens. And it's actually, I, I've been able to get those budget meals within campus, right? So yeah, that's actually something that I can, uh, a myth as well that I can debunk that people think expensive to be healthy, right? That's actually not the case. Uh, you can actually work your way around building healthy meals in the budget. And yeah. a lot of healthy meals also um, require less ingredients. So that's actually not going to break the bank. Like, if it saves some money while being healthy, then I think the main idea here is just moderation, right? And speaking of fat diets, you know, alam naman natin some fat diets, keto, 
that's not that's technically not moderation because you're cutting out your carbs and then you're really increasing the fat i mean it's not for everyone so i want to ask you i don't know i'm going to ask you reese like what are some diet or nutrition misconceptions that you know has been plaguing social media right now or mga friends mo mga trends that they're following or right ano rin, exercise myths that you wanna you might wanna debunk so okay for me super is some pet peeve when it comes to nutrition is that under eating ah, like a lot of Lord. people are so scared to get their calories in pero i think na kasi all they all they know is that when you're under eating, you're gonna lose fat, you're gonna lose weight, papayat ka, you're gonna get fit. But actually, no, because nutrition is not about how onte you eat. I think, because yeah. yeah, well, actually, ako at this point, was malakas pa ako mind kasi sa mga ibang guys dito sa bahay. <laughs> so sometimes I get judged with the way I eat kasi marami. But then yun yah, it's the misconception that. When you're working out, you should eat less so you can lose fat. But when actually you're you, when you're under eating and then grabbing a mag workout, your body's actually just gonna build fat to help you recover. So the parang counterproductive na ginawa mo na you're you're not eating so much, you're working out so much, but then you're building fat. So I think that it's just important to keep everything in moderation. As long as you heat your uh, macros, you heat your uh, calorie intake. You're gonna be good. It it it's, it doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to deprive yourself of the food that you want. Like in reality, you can actually eat anything you want, as long as proper yung nutrition mo. You heat your uh, macronutrients and heat my calories mo, and you steer clear from empty calories. Though I'm not saying that some people, cause they do cheat days, eh. so like for a month they're gonna be so strict sa diet nila na. Walang isang piece ng chocolate, walang isang piece ng cake. You know, I mean, parang ang sad. <laughs> sad. Like, sabi nga nila, every day is cheat day, ba? Every day is cheat day. As long as you hit your macros right, you get every nutrition right, yung calories mo, you're good to go. It's not that complicated naman talaga. Okay, that's a very comprehensive thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was great. Great points, guys. I think, well, fortunately, the show is coming to a close. And now, finally, I have an idea of what to do with my fitness life. But now it's the after-hours question, right? So I got, I have to ask. So this is for every, all of us to answer. Just, for, just a fun question so that we know more about ourselves. Um, what's your body goals for you guys? Just, just, just a quick question. Whether you have a very specific description, right? Or whether it's a character or person you'd like to emulate, what's our body goals for all of us? Just quick question, just just personal thing. Yeah, so for me right now, I'm I'm in bulking season, so I'm trying to gain mass, and then I'll turn it into bulking season. Yes, bulk season. I'm trying to gain mass <laughs> to also grow muscle, and then after that, I'll, after the bulking season, I'm gonna have to like assess yung if I want na yung um, percentage ng muscle mass ko and stuff. And then I'm gonna go into cutting season to cut down the extra fat. So, I mean, um, pagdating kasi like with your body goals, it's not, you can't get it ng isang straight path lang. It's kind of like a trial and error with your body. 
Like that's also one important thing when you have goals with your body is that you listen to your body. I think most people they forget to do that. Na and they also forget na to be patient with their body sometimes. Cuz you know, um this this process that we're going through with fitness, it's not easy. Like in one year you think you're going to get your body goals na but it's it's not that. It takes years. So yeah, it's a gradual process. I think we just have to be disciplined, committed and yeah, uh we have to be patient. Love the process. All right. So can't wait can't wait to see when we're all in season, but now, what about you Diego and Enrique? What are your body goals? Actually unlike uh Reese, I actually don't do bulking and cutting anymore. I mean, I, although I'm not I'm not saying that I'm against it, whatever works for you, right? Uh, but I, that's actually one thing I did back then, you know, a few years ago, bulk and cutting, right? But, um, you know, going back to third year, when I really made that serious uh, decision and step forward, I really wanted to get uh, lean, right? To, you know, go at like 10% body fat. And, you know, I was able to achieve that, you know, within a year. And since then, um, I actually didn't want to do um, traditional bulking, right? Dirty bulking since I didn't want to lose all that progress that I worked yeah, yeah. my butt out for, right? So basically what I'm doing now is, um, so people think it's either cutting or bulking, you know, one or the other, but there are actually some instances where you can uh, simultaneously burn fat and build muscle at the same time. However, you have to fit in a, uh, one of these categories, right? So first, you know, you're a beginner, um, you know, when it comes to physical activity. So it'll be easier for, you know, body recomposition. Uh, two, you came from a long hi- hiatus. So you haven't trained in two or more months or, and then third, which I would never do and never recommend to anyone, you're on steroids. Oh, or for yeah. what I'm doing right now in order to simultaneously uh, burn fat and build muscle is, uh, once again, it goes back. Uh, the single most important thing for me is my nutrition. So in order for me to do that, I eat at a slight caloric deficit, slightly below my maintenance. But at the same time, I keep my protein intake high, one gram of protein per my body weight. Um, each day. And of course, I don't neglect my other macros, my carbs and fats, which are, you know, essential as well. But yeah, because like protein synthesis is what's needed to, um, you know, build muscle, positive nitrogen balance. And yeah, um, so like right now, I prefer staying lean all year round while slowly uh, building muscle, right? Because when people do traditional bulking, yes, they gain mass, quickly but how much of that mass is actually muscle right because you know i tell people not to rely on the numbers and the scale alone the wheel weight alone because weight gain weight loss can mean many things ambiguous it can mean fat gain fat loss muscle gain muscle loss right so yeah that's what i'm doing right now just uh, uh trying to do both simultaneously uh, stay lean all year round while slowly uh, building muscle um, and if I were to think of a specific person, right, body goals right now, probably like, uh, since I'm a calisthenics practitioner as well, 
I would say like the casting athletes I watched. So, you know, you got Chris Harrier, oh, Austin yeah, Dunham, sure. yeah, people like that. And wait, is there anyone else that is more commonly known, you know, to the general? But yeah, but mostly cast thanks athletes. So lean, uh, muscle mass, and just the right amount of muscle. And because back then I wanted to be like huge, like a bouncer, like that size. At one point, I actually had. This is actually before Diego met me. I actually had, like, my arms were like, were huge. That was before I, you know, yeah, I <laughs> that was before I decided to. You know, cut, get leaner, practice calisthenics, right? But yeah, right now I'm just focused on being lean, having that you know right amount of definition as well. Since um, I mentioned a while ago, right now um, I'm working on deconstruct a clothing business, so fashion is another thing I care about. So I still want to fit into good clothes, right? I don't want to be like the Hulk in <laughs> not being able to look good. <laughs> I think Can I add something? Oh, yeah. So I wanna I wanna point out now then that I agree with Enrique about the numbers. Like so a lot of people because they rely on the numbers yeah, when it comes to their fitness goals. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then it's not that healthy actually, because when you see yourself like getting heavier on the scale, it's not actually about that. I mean it's not bad to look at your weight every now and then, but you don't have to rely on it in terms of your fitness yeah. goals. And also, yung, I want to add about the that coming and Enrique were both in the fitness um, industry, but magkaiba yung way namin when it comes to our goals. So I think that's another misconception that um, people like follow this kind of framework, this kind of standard. No workout ng isang tao, when in fact, what works for me might not work for other people, diba? So it's all yep. about like listening to your body. You don't have to like impose on yourself your workouts on ibang tao, your standards, and then get frustrated when you don't see the same exact results as their body. So I think that's one factor that gets people frustrated is because they follow this certain framework and standard set for other people, not for their body. So I think it's really, really important to know your body, learn about your body, and you listen to your body when it comes to your own goals. Yeah, it's well said, Reese. The weighing scale is very deceptive. Uh, from experience, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now tell me, what are your body goals? Come on, Diego. Come on. Don't talk. Ah, see, share ko lang. Share ko lang. Before, maybe like, I don't know, three years ago, I had a body goal na I wanted abs and I wanted to be like really lean. I reached it, no man. Like, I went really low. I was like at 202 pounds. Yeah. That, that's pretty low for me. Right now, I'm like, 230, I think, because I said to myself, I want to bulk up. Yeah. Because I want to get bigger. And parang, I haven't stopped bulking, eh. <laughs> <laughs> so, ayun. Um, I don't know, until now, I kind of like, I kind of like bulking, like being big. So, I don't really have an idol, per se. Mm -hmm. But recently, I've just been hovering around 230, which is good for me, because I've actually seen a lot of progress in the mirror. And I think, for me, that's my personal goal. Like, I want to look good. Yeah. And the weighing scale is not going to tell you that. Because I've been 230 for a year now. Yeah. And that you could, for some people that's working that, that are working out, that might be a failure for them, right? Because, like, oh, my weight's not going down or something like that. But really, you just need to listen to your body. You need to look at your body and 
you know, for me, I've, I've seen like massive progress. Like, I think right now I've got like 17 inch arms or something like that. Like for my size, it's not that much, but my goal is to like get 18 or 19, maybe. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> so he did say that he's been too dirty for an extended period of time, yeah. and yet he's been witnessing progress in the mirror, right? So it just comes to show you how, you know, as I said earlier, ambiguous the scale uh, can be. So I'd like to share a personal experience, right? When I entered uh, college, uh, freshman year, I weighed about uh, 150, right? Then, so at the peak of my bulking, I was at 175. And uh, keep in mind that like when I entered college, didn't really have much uh, muscle mass yet. I was like skinny fat more or less since at point I was longer playing basketball. So I was detrained and 175, yeah, I did have a lot of mass, but as I said, I wasn't as clean as I wanted to be. So uh, when I third year, when I was really serious about it, that's when I decided to cut a uh, loose uh, fat and build some muscle, which took me back to about um, 150, 160. But if you look at, um, if you compare side by side, you know, freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, you know, even senior year, you'll see drastic uh, differences, right? So that, you know, among everyone I encounter who's at the beginner level, that's one thing that they're, they seem, you know, obsessed on, you know, the scale alone. I mean, for me, naman, yeah, that, that, it's just the scale always scares people. And I think it just, they're just, unless you give the numbers context, it'll mean anything. For me, naman, I think it's like a personal goal. Originally, I wanted to look like Bruce Lee. But after giving it some thought, if you guys have seen the Dark Knight trilogy, the third movie with Bane, I just want to look like Tom Hardy in that movie. Massive, beefy, chunky dude. And to give some context, okay, I have my, my cousins, right? We're all at an age now where every, everyone's dating, right? Every time my cousins or my siblings bring in a boyfriend, they're six or seven foot tall. I'm here five foot three. I'm like, yo, yo. I, I don't I, I kid seven you not, foot I'll, tall, I'll, figuratively, literally. Like seven foot tall. Like I remember meeting my cousin's boyfriend for the first time, right? And they're five foot, like five foot four, right? This guy's seven foot tall. I'm like, I can't protect my cousins if I wanted to, man. Like, holy hell. Wait, wait. <laughs> nah, I mean, your your ability to engage in combat, you know, just not defendant so early. Look at Bruce look at Bruce Lee. He wasn't a big guy. He wasn't a big guy, but he could he could reach Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's um, yeah. head with a with his high kick, right? See, that, it's that's, not about the height. That's true. But see, that's Bruce Lee. I'm Kyle Guevara. I don't have any <laughs> combat skill. So I'm serious. I feel like this, if the seven foot guys would just stand in front of me and fall at that point, right? But do you know uh, Demetrius Johnson, UFC fighter? He's your height, and he's. Uh, the world champion or former world champion in his division. Okay, that yeah. should give you some motivation. Yeah, yeah, that'll be my motivation. But for now, Bane, right? Diego's back, right? I gotta Hello. look like Bane. Hello, so Diego. Wanna look like Bane? I want to look like Bane. Dude, I want to look like Bane. That's the goal. <laughs> you all want like what's his what's his what's the actor's name? Uh, Tom God. Hardy. Oh, Tom Hardy. That's body goals. That's my body goals. That's body goals. Oh yeah. Now, 
finally conclude, right? So is there any final words you'd like to say? Like if, if you guys could drop off a quick motivational question. Right. Or not question, but motivate. How does a question motivate? Well, <laughs> actually, there are motivational rhetorical questions. questions. They're rhetorical questions, that's true. <laughs> but if there's, you could drop one good. quote, right, just for the viewers, right, what would it be? I'd say love the process. I mean, you know, a lot of people in the middle of their, of making their way into the goal, progress agad. And they'd, they'd be easily so demotivated. Na. But yeah. it's, um, as I, I, as I said, Ganina, it's a gradual process. You're going to get there. You just have to be patient, love what you're doing, uh, stay committed to it, and it's going to come naturally. So, yeah, love the process. Yeah, uh, similar to that, um, change does not come overnight, but every day it's your uh, personal decision to move closer toward uh, that goal. And as I mentioned, life is not a race. We all grow at a different pace. And the what matters is that um, you're making a progress, no matter how um, um, slow and say that may be. So a concept I like to use here is yards after contact. Um, I mean, okay, American football isn't really a big thing here, but um, basically yards after contact is the number of yards you manage to cover after being initially tackled by the defensive team, right? So. A football field is 100 yards long. So let's say you cross, it doesn't matter if you cross 20 yards, 50 yards, 80 yards close to the end zone, but you're inching towards that end zone, right? And eventually the number of yards after contact you make is what matters, right? In the finish journey, you're going to go through some obstacles, you're going to go through plateaus, but it's important to, um, you know, restructure your routine, discover what works best for you. And eventually, you'll figure it out and build your momentum along the way. All right. Thank you so much for coming over, guys. Um, Diego, anything else to say? Well, yeah, I mean, that was amazing, guys. Like, all the advice, all the things you've said. You know, the last quote part, I like that. Really, you know, it's something memorable that our viewers and maybe me too will also, you know, keep in mind when I'm working out, you know, reaching my goals stuff gotta get that body like bane bro but this has been me kyle (laughs) and this has been me diego and this is the chatbox podcast thanks for coming